We won't make a single mistake in this record because we've got. We used to do ten thirty records all the time. All the time. We used to go out, (laughs) get drunk, yeah, and then come back, bike home, and do a record. (laughs) Yeah, it's nothing to us. And now we will make zero mistakes, not a word out of place. Yeah. All right. Are you ready? Yes. Though. Yeah. I'm feeling horny from that kiss. So. Yeah. No, I'm pretty horny from the kiss. We'll we'll address that up front. Okay. We might be childhood friends and I might drive you around the bend But I'm sure it's crazy good to work it out in the end I might kiss you on the lips despite your nose But I guess that's how it goes Let's keep falling in love with our strange bedfellows Okay, there's something that we said we wanted to get out of the way up front here What, last week? Just now. No, just now we said oh. before we started to record. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yes. I did it, too. So you watched the movie, and then I had watched the movie, but I realized that I did fall asleep the last 10 minutes yeah. when I watched it. So I was like, I'll just watch it now. And I now... Oh, and, and I texted you yeah. and said, the movie's wrapping up. They just yeah. did a massive kiss. Yeah. Yes. And you were, like, shocked almost. I said, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, I must have and fallen I said, asleep. yeah, pretty, pretty hot, you know? Yeah. Must have fallen asleep, and so I did watch it, and I got to catch the kiss. I timed it. It's like 17 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a horny one. It's a very horny kiss. They, like, they like cut several and times. They, like, rub each other's fingers yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that's cute. And they're in a field. Could you imagine kissing in a field? Have I kissed in a field? No, come on, man. Surely I have. No way. I've been to fields, and I'm a married man. (laughs) Making my mission to kiss my wife in every public space I've ever been in. (laughs) In a field? We watched a movie earlier today, too, and recorded a podcast earlier today. Yeah, do you want to to say about it? Let's address it, because we said um, last week, I don't know if folks pay attention to this stuff. No. Probably not, but we did say last week that we would say what happened, what was going on with us. The You mean like the last half of yeah. last week's episode? We were like, we don't have time to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were recording in the afternoon. Yeah. We had decided to, to kind of kick off work. I mean, you know, we're freelancers, baby. <laughs> yeah. So We don't work on Friday afternoons if we don't no. want. And all, you know what? This is work. Do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is work. So we were recording, and my family, as I discussed, did I say last week that it's Papa's weekend? It's Papa's weekend. The family went upstate. It's crushing. Like I, um, <laughs> it shreds my soul apart. Sounds awful. And it's also like paradise, obviously. But yeah. <laughs> uh, my dog has been throwing up all day. No big deal. You know, yeah, it's, no a deal. it's a That's dog. That's what they yeah. do. That's what they do. Especially if the boy gives them something, like yeah. a French fry or something, you know? Yeah. He keeps throwing up all day. Well, whatever. He got a lot of French fries. Yeah. It happens. It happens. It's happened to all of us. And then you and I started recording. Yeah. And we took a break, like we always do, about halfway through. Yeah. And I went upstairs to discover that my dog had not only just continued to be barfing. Yeah. Not fun. No. Uh, but now there's blood in it. So we had to to r- rush to the dog emergency room. Yeah. Where he continues to, th- I assume, thrive. Yeah, they seemed. It sounds like that he's okay, but yeah, it like, seems we'll like he will overnight. be okay for observation. Yeah, just some like very severe IBS. Yeah, gastroenteritis. Yeah, no, you could. Yeah, that's fine. It's like <laughs> diarrhea. You know. Yeah, yeah, it's relevant to the movie we're going to be talking about. Um. <laughs> 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 yeah. Good. Good burn. Um, <laughs> I insisted. Yeah. Two weeks ago, yeah, Jack was steering us towards a fun, modern, romantic comedy. With Owen Wilson and J-Lo, a.k.a. No, Jennifer we're not allowed Affleck. to. It uh, wasn't Jennifer even Affleck. you. It was your wife yeah. steering us towards this. Yeah. Because I chided her for calling her Jennifer Affleck. Yeah, no. Yeah, fair. But you know what? It's fine. Yeah. That's what she insists on being called now. Yeah. I just hate to see her lose her like power. You know, that's like, fine. You're getting off topic. You were saying something. You were you were like moving in a direction, and I liked that. <laughs> um, 
I just don't want her to just be like Mrs. <laughs> Affleck, you know? No, I, this this is the track that I don't want to be on. The track I like. I just was watched her in the cell. Oh. It felt like there was direction there. <laughs> okay. I have to remember. <laughs> it felt like it was moving the podcast along. What were we talking way. about? Yes. So, um, I took my dog to the dog emergency room. Yeah, but no, that no, we already said that. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, my wife said, "Well, my family, my side of the podcast." Yeah, the Morgan Shepherds. Hey, let's watch Mary Insisted. Me, yeah. which is the new hot movie with Jennifer Affleck and Owen Wilson. And you said, "No, I want something kind of." Re-. This was all off air, but we're repeating yeah. it now for you. We're airing our dirty laundry, and you said, "Well, no, I want something kind of Regency." And I was like, well, "It had been a while since we did something." There's Holy a new. Guff. Yeah, you want some oigov. And there's yeah. some I was like, well, there's a new persuasion out. It's mixed reviews, but it's out and it's got uh, fifty shades of gray in it. And what about that? And so here we are. No Let me other say, notable actors or actresses? No. No. There's some a guy called people. Cosmo something. Oh yeah, I saw that. Here's let me say this. Can I make a speech? May I make a speech? Yes, please. It's a speech for the Jane. Rise. Yeah, all rise. Uh, seriously, if you're listening to the podcast, please rise. All rise. All rise. I'm going to make a speech. This speech is mostly for the Jane heads. Okay. If you're not a Jane head, you may sit. You may sit, but like out of Really politeness. search your soul, though. Out of politeness, please stay standing. <laughs> well, no, this is for everyone. Okay. This is for everyone. Everyone get back up. Everyone stand up. Okay. Everyone back up. You just hear the all, I, like a thousand chairs squeaking. <laughs> everyone had sat back down. It's like a church where it's like you think the Nicene Creed is over, and it's like got like two <laughs> more lines in it. <laughs> the, listen, yeah, this is important to me. I don't like it that much when podcasts, yeah, are like, oh, this is dumb about a thing that I like." Right, yeah, no, that yeah. sucks. It sucks that when an- sucks. anyone, everyone just wants to be validated, okay? And I have made every effort as a podcaster, flawed though I am, and I'll admit it, to never do that. No, and I do it all the time, but yeah. no, in you my defense... You're pretty good. You're pretty good. I have impeccable taste. Yeah. That being said, as a big fan of Jane Austen... Yeah. And, and I want to well, no, I want to say the, the secondary thing, which is... If you like this movie and you loved it or there are parts you liked about it or you felt medium about it, that's great. I respect that, and that's good. That's a good thing. Hold on to that. Cherish that. All right. Thank you, Jack. Woo! So this week we watched a film. What I next want to say in a gentle way is that we watched a film this week that is what I would describe as, how can I say it delicately? Very well produced. Abomination. <laughs> well, oh, that's too much. What? What if I said that this film is the root of all evil? Yeah. No, that's that went too. That's going too far. Okay, I'll say one one more thing about this film that's maybe just kind of splitting the difference here. Yeah. It's an act of hatred that can have only been allowed by an uncaring God. Yeah. Do you think? Is what I would say. Yeah, we were talking earlier on the phone, <laughs> and you had said we were doing a sort of um, whiteboarding our day. We were whiteboarding, yeah, our day, yeah. Because I had a pretty bananas day before my dog started. And I was trying uh, to make you watch Shitting a whole and vomiting blood. Extra movie and do two podcast records in one day. Because I'm going on a trip. I'm going traveling. Yeah. And I was like, Tanner, you have to upend your day and do all do two episodes. Yeah. Where was I? We were whiteboarding on the phone. We were whiteboarding. You, I had I revealed to you that I hadn't watched the film yet. A blight on society, I would say, is what the film is. Yeah, anyway, yeah. carry on. Yeah. And you asked me if I had, had ever read Persuasion yeah. by Jane Austen, and I said I thought I had, Yeah. perhaps in high school or maybe even junior high. Yeah. But now that I've seen this film, it's. <laughs> I will say... <laughs> Certainly not like any other Jane Austen book I've ever read. It's not Jane Austen. Listen, so it doesn't. It didn't seem familiar to me, but I don't know if that's because it genuinely wasn't, or if it's not. The film was twisting it somehow. It's not Jane Austen. And look, I want to say, I just want to say this again, just for the folks who have just whatever the percentage of people who 
watched this film and are listening to this and also liked the film, that's fine. We all like things for different reasons. I like, man, I like some stuff that people don't like. Oh, yeah. I me like too. everything that Arnold Schwarzenegger has ever fucking made. Like every every one of his movies. I like them all. They yeah. think they're great. I, lo- I watch them over and over again. I really love uh, <laughs> Warhammer 40K and like the lore. <laughs> yeah. I really get into the lore. Like read There's the novels. Stuff. And, and I'm not saying that it's like bad or good or whatever. It's just like sometimes you like something and that's good. And so I just don't want to be like yucking of your yum. Like go like I love you that you liked this. I did. Not, I was not amongst. I am not amongst you in terms of liking this film. And part of it is I, you know, I'm a Jane head, man. <laughs> and yeah. they, the persuasion is persuasion is so good for so many reasons and they didn't include any of them in the film. <laughs> what do you think the film was was lacking for it to be the the essential persuasion experience? Okay, I've got so I've got a, a hit segment. Well, it's a new segment. It's pretty complicated, but that that's going to help us explain this. So <laughs> Yeah, should, can everyone be seated yeah. or Everyone, oh, so I'm so fucking so sorry. Yeah. Everybody, please sit down. It's late okay. at night for us. I, I feel like we need to yeah. set the scene a little bit. Like, we've had ourselves a day. Tanner's dog was vomiting blood like the fucking exorcist. So I ran <laughs> to the vet and was, and like, I was like, Tanner texted me from the vet. Oh, we, we forgot like, to finish the story. Did we? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I literally went upstairs during our podcast taping and I came back downstairs and was like, oh, my dog's vomiting blood. I have to go. Yeah. Ran my dog to the emergency vet, like went through that whole rigmarole. Yeah, left him there. They're yeah. like, "Well, we could just leave him here." And I was like, "Yeah, do it." Yeah, please take him overnight. Look after him. You look after him. I have a <laughs> podcast to record. Yeah, they're like, it's <laughs> excessively expensive. I was like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> That's why I'm going to record the podcast. But so I texted you. I think rather nicely to be like, "Hey, let me know if the dog's okay." And you were like, "Yeah, the dog I think is okay. I'm still at the vet." And I was like, "Okay, can you watch Persuasion at the vet?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I couldn't. But we still made it happen. I, I left the dog yeah. with in the capable hands of the doctors and nurses at yeah. Hartford Veterinarian Clinic. They'll triangulate. And I, yeah, please don't go uh, get, go get my dog. Don't go get his dog. He's not going to be there anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> will either have either healed up and, and is at home, or is you know he's with God now. <laughs> yeah, um, it, we love the dog. We both love the dog. The dog, Even I yeah, love the dog. Um, yeah. So then we, I raised home and we we finished that podcast. You would never know it. Go back you and re listen. Yeah, it would go really back help and listen. It's seamless. Uh, it it really seems help our ratings. like. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. But that's me post trauma coming back just from having like left my dog at the vet. <laughs> and then yeah. Jack was and like, "Me okay, post trauma, now- me post trauma coming back from having thought that our podcasts were going to get done on time." Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then I then then Jack insisted I sit and watch this. Um, I said, "Blight on society." Yeah, if it's it, this movie that it wasn't for me, but it's for, for you. Then I say, "More power to you." Yeah. And I don't even really care. I'm not even a Jane head. Yeah. I just thought it was a pretty poorly made movie. Okay. And if so you made the movie, and it if you made great. the movie and you're listening, and it you found some fantastic. real like beefcakes. Whoa, and some you filled babes. The, you filled it with some real beefcakes. Beefcakes and some nice pictures of like the coast. Yeah, beautiful Bath, England. Bath? Beautiful. You know that's what? where you that's where Jane Austen me? actually lived. Yeah, you and Jamie famously had a big fight in Bath. Yeah, it's like our only fight ever. Because <laughs> you were late for the bus. Well, it's fun that I know that. Was were we late for the bus? Someone or? was late for someone was late for the bus. Let's not relitigate it. <laughs> Let's see. So I've got a hit segment that will help explain it, but I need to introduce it. But I guess I'll, can I say why I didn't? What made me so upset? <laughs> yeah, please. And I, I just and, yeah. Well, look, we. I, <laughs> This is going to be episode of caveats. I don't like. Did you to do did this. you reread Persuasion for the occasion? No, but I often reread it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I wish I had had time to reread it. Like I yeah. often reread Persuasion. Maybe it's... like scribble in the margins. Like movie got it wrong here. <laughs> 
the movie got it wrong in a very specific way. And like, I think probably even if you haven't read Persuasion, if so for the folks, the Venn diagram of folks, Venn diagram, it's a quadrant. The quadrant of folks who have not read Persuasion did watch this movie, didn't like it. You'll understand why you didn't like it if you read. It Persuasion. sounds like it's a it's a sextant. Yeah, it might be a sextant. Yeah, I'm hard. I mean, it's tough. Math is tough for me. I mean, you've if th- you've got three variables, yeah. no, it's gonna be a. It's gonna be a non. God, it might be. A, it might be a. It might be it's non-Euclidean. A non-Euclidean. Yeah, it's non-Euclidean. <laughs> We're in the Lovecraft universe. Yeah. <laughs> if you watch this movie and didn't like it and don't know why, and don't relate it back to Persuasion because you haven't read Persuasion, yeah. the, the clue lies in Persuasion, which is that specifically, Anne, is not, they, they, Anne who is the main character of this film, that's not Anne. Yeah, she's they did, like Deadpool. Yeah, so she's Deadpool in this. They're like, what? Like, if- she's like Jim from The Office. Every now and then the camera will get all <laughs> shaky and she'll just be like, hmm? uh-huh. She debarrels the camera. Even during that sexy kiss that turned me and Tanner on so hard at yeah, the end of the movie. Made us so horny, headed into the, the late evening. The <laughs> it's the horniest time of day. It's the horniest time of day, and I'm like already it's pretty 11 horny. PM I'm in already like horned all the way up before bedtime, and then they were showing me a kiss like that, and it's like I, I don't know if, know if I have another fucking level. I know, yeah. But she then like in the middle of the after the kiss, schedule. she barrels the camera and does a Deadpool wink. Yeah, yeah. That's not so. And she's and like enchilada in persuasion is. Like, the premise is that she's later on in her life. Yeah. She is somewhat I would melan- not say that that applies to Dakota Johnson. Yeah. She's somewhat melancholy. Uh, shades. She's missed her chances in life, and the reason that she has missed her chances in life is because she has spent her 20s and 30s, I guess probably 20s and early 30s, catering to the needs of others. She has persuaded herself that the way to be is to like look after dad and listen to the governess and look after her dumb sister and she puts everyone her else's... dumb sister is so funny <laughs> yeah her dumb sister is the only good character in this she puts all of her own needs in the back seat and all of everyone else's needs in the front seat and the upshot of that is that she misses an opportunity for love yeah and what they did with Anne in this movie is they were like, what if that, like, that shy, retiring, like, thoughtful, melancholy, like, like vibrant personality who has hidden her light under a bushel, what if instead of that, it's Deadpool? <laughs> yeah, it's Deadpool. Yeah. And so now I can introduce my segment, which is going to take a, it's a lot, it's a lot going on here. Yeah. Oh, oh that's, that's Okay. That's just yeah. the setup. That's the setup. Okay. The segment is called, and you, I, I'm open to new titles if you want. It's called. <laughs> That's not an adaptation. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and how rich just just before we really yeah really dive in how rich is it the segment is it it's pretty rich okay there's a lot going it's, there's on not, here it's not just that more i have of to you explain. complaining about this movie oh it's a lot of me well no it's me now like moving into just like sarcastically sniping at this movie from the sidelines <laughs> but like there's a lot like you're gonna have to take a lot of mental leaps with me to like fully go into this segment Okay. But the main thing you need to know is this premise, which is that I do not believe that your movie even counts as an adaptation. Even counts. Like you shouldn't be allowed to have the name of the thing if you completely change who the main character is. <laughs> like you you've lost you've ne- you shouldn't call it persuasion. You should just call it like the girl who goes to bath, you know, like it's like it's not. This she just not happens the same to thing. have the same name as the character, and all yeah. of her peers and, and yeah. family have the same name as yeah. all the characters. But it's in not persuasion. It's, I, it's I, my view is that it is so far deviated 
from what persuasion is by changing her. That it is not persuasion. Yeah. And I'm going to do this uh, via uh, some examples. And I okay, guess we, perfect. here's where you come in is we can talk about whether these might be good movies. <laughs> okay. So I've prepared a couple for you. Uh, here's an adaptation that I'm thinking of doing of a classic children's movie. Okay. And hear me out. It's a pitch. I'm pitching it to you. And I guess mm-hmm. you can be like, whatever. You want to be like a... Like oh, a yeah. Make me a guy. Um, yeah. So this is a film project? It's a film project, but we're rebooting something. We're like, we're taking so a, like something a, that I'm was... I'm a producer. Yeah. It's, we're taking a, a classic film, and we're, but we're remaking it for a modern audience, but it's still going to be that. We're going to call it the same name as that film. Yeah. But it'll be, people will know that it's like the new one of it. I'm a you know? really hands-on EP. It's an adaptation. So yeah, I'm gonna okay. have, I'm gonna, you're, I'm gonna be a real presence in the room. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Well, let me pitch it to you. Here's my concept. Okay. Okay. Listen, he, hear me out. He is an obnoxious, wisecracking, Rodney Dangerfield-style idiot. Okay. Funny, right? You know Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. You know, la- like ladybugs. Sure. Yeah. He's always making like kind of blue jokes and like puns and shit. Yeah, and he's kind he of has like passed. A... Okay, well, yeah, but it, we don't need Rodney for it. But it's okay. like that's that's the vibe, you know? That vibe. Okay. 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 Like... One day he crash lands on the planet Earth, where he's befriended by siblings Elliot and Gertie, who try to find a way to help him phone home. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> does that gonna work what do you think <laughs> i mean i'd i'd I, I would look at like a treatment you know? <laughs> do you think that that's a thing and we can call it et <laughs> 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 yeah i guess yeah yeah <laughs> I guess I I suppose you've changed enough that I um I suppose you could say it's like parody. <laughs> okay, well, all right. Well, you don't it doesn't seem like you like it. I've got I've got two, a couple more. Okay. So maybe this will land better with you. This is an adaptation of a 90s classic. Okay. Okay? This is there enough time has passed that people are going to be like, "Oh, fuck, man. I love this movie when I was a kid and like I can't believe they fucking redid it and I'm so excited to go see it again." Okay. Okay, he's a lovable, kind-hearted nerd who likes animals and poetry. Ooh. Okay, that's fun, right? Yeah. In 2029, 31 years after Skynet becomes sentient, he is sent back in time to kill the mother of resistance leader John Connor before he is born. What do you think? (laughs) We changed a few things about the Terminator, but... You know, it's it's like a lot it's of the same plot. It's kind of got like a Frankenstein vibe, <laughs> you know, a little bit like yeah, <laughs> sort of this gentle giant who's got kind of this you know merciless mission to yeah. I think that kill the fun. resistance leader in the womb. Yeah, pre. What do you think? And he'll we'll still do the the sunglasses and stuff and the leather jacket. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's not for my studio. Okay, but. Yeah, <laughs> I have the people at Netflix's number. <laughs> yeah, they'll they'll do the shit like that. Okay, I've got one more for you that I think you're definitely gonna love. One mm-hmm. last one, and this one's a little sadder. It's an adaptation of a famous tearjerker. So okay. pe- folks are gonna, you know, they're gonna like. It's gonna be be like crying emoji. People are gonna tweet about it. You know. Yep. 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 Okay. He loves bees. He's not allergic to bees, and he can see without his glasses. One summer, he meets a girl who's a hypochondriac, and they become fast friends. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? It's like that's a kid the, who, that's like... That's the whole movie? Yeah, the movie is that he, like, loves bees, and he's not allergic to bees, and, like, he can definitely see without his glasses. Yeah, and... And, and then he, he becomes like... friends with a girl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you think? And that's the whole movie. Yeah, it's my And girl. there's no, like, conflict or anything like that, like... No, because he loves bees. Okay. And he can see without his glasses totally fine. I mean, we've okay. changed a few things about like the original that were like, I don't know, just not, it's not like, it's of not the time. modern. It's not like, yeah. yeah, it's not current enough. Yeah. What you do know? you think about that adaptation? I think it's good. <laughs> it's it's yeah. for a modern audience, you yeah. know? <laughs> okay. 
So maybe we'll make that one. Yeah. What do you think about this segment? Good, right? Listen, man, I'm on, I'm like pushing forty. <laughs> I've never watched my girl. I can't keep up with what my understanding of that movie is that he dies from bees, and now I'm interested. Someone dies from bees. Is it him <laughs> yeah. or is it her? I don't know. I have believe seen it's. It. I believe it's her. Oh, it's definitely not. <laughs> is it not? No. Oh. Why do you think she says he can't see without the glasses? Because he's in oh, the right. fucking yeah, coffin. He gets, yeah, because he doesn't. <laughs> I've never For seen For some it. reason, I had them flipped. Yeah. But we don't need that. Now we don't need to worry about that type of shit. And that's what this movie's doing, too. It's like, what oh, if I Anne... hope my son never dies of, like, an al- He's got so many allergies. He'll be fine. Yeah, he's going to start growing out of them soon, right? And then it's the same thing. And that, What if Anne from Persuasion... And I'm sorry that you're worried that your son might die, but I was saying something Oh, else. it tears me apart. It, my yeah. soul's <laughs> shredding without them here. <laughs> but also, it's pretty nice, right? Oh, yeah, it's beautiful. Like, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the sink is full of dishes. <laughs> and it's going to be that way until Sunday. So they did Persuasion, but they were like, what if we completely changed Anne and also Wentworth uh, entirely and also every character in the movie except uh, Mary, the mean sister, who is exactly right, and they fucking nailed it, and she's funny as hell in this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't, I'm not sure I've ever actually read Persuasion, so I don't know how they're, they're different from how Jane Austen intended them to be. Yeah, 100% is how <laughs> far <laughs> different. Hundred percent. But I imagine completely missed the point. I, I imagine, <laughs> yeah. Just because I don't think this is something that would have been very like of the times when Jane Austen was writing Persuasion. Yeah, I imagine she wouldn't want them to be Deadpool. <laughs> no, it says it in the original Persuasion. It says because she died shortly after this, and like her her last like the epilogue of it is, I think I'm dying of consumption. Please don't make them Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like literally. I set aside my vast fortune to protect the (laughs) copyright of these characters forever so no one can make them Deadpool. (laughs) Please don't make them Deadpool. (laughs) But they did. They were like, what if Persuasion, but Deadpool? They completely changed her. They completely changed everything. It's an abomination. It is uh, a blight on our society. Should should we describe the movie? I I mean, I guess. Yeah. Let's describe it real quick, and then we'll take a quick break. Because we ha- all, all we've really been doing is listening to you complain about the movie. So yeah, far. why don't you describe the movie? Because I've been talking a lot. You say okay. the whole movie. <laughs> so, Anne <laughs> is a woman, a, uh, uh, not a young woman, the middle child. Anne Elliot. We think she must Anne be. Anne Elliot. She's a spinster. She's like 29. <laughs> yeah. Her older sister is... Um, uh, drama queen who is sort of married to a very like doting husband. Yeah, who is famous from a TV show called Taskmaster. Okay, and they have lots of kids. And Anne Elliot, who's played by Fifty Shades of Grey, goes and takes care of their kids a lot. And she has a younger sister who is mean and doesn't love her own children. Yes, correct. Uh, no, I have the two mixed up. Yeah. So everything I just said about the older sister was actually about the younger sister. Oh, okay, perfect. Yeah. yeah. The older sister's the one who's sort of like distant and never yeah. around and mean, just like straight up mean to and her. her. The most like a, her father. He's an egomaniac. And he's actually uh, is a good version of what Jane Austen intended, I should say. But the only thing he cares about is like looking up to see the newest edition of Who's Who to see like if they've updated his entry in it. <laughs> <laughs> My father... He's never met a reflective surface he didn't like. Vanity is the beginning and end of his character. Also the middle. Sir Walter Elliot, born March 1st, 1760. Man of consequence, known for his exquisite jawline. He is the sole object of his own warmest respect and devotion. One's family is only escapable by two things, marriage and death. Both seem unlikely in the immediate future. And it, like all he cares about is himself. Yes, and the oldest daughter is just like him. And they've they've squandered their mother is dead and they've squandered her fortune. Yeah. Um and now their lives are in shambles. Yeah. 
And that's all bad because because their their house is being sold and Anne and the important thing is that at one point Anne was desperately in love with a young uh, a naval man, a seaman a seaman seaman we can say seaman seaman we can say seaman we can say it's a seaman we can say it's it's a seaman he's a seaman she's in love with a seaman yes why don't you say it she's in love with a seaman she's in love with a seaman yeah. That's fine to say. And they, she's in love with a seaman, but he's like, <laughs> there's nothing that he has to recommend himself because he hasn't made his fortune. And her um, governess. Yes. Lady Russell. Yes. Persuades her to, she's not a governess. She's like, Dump. A, you know, she's like a friend of the family, but she persuades her to not marry him because she's like, he has no fucking prospects. Yeah, yeah, and then like so now then he fast goes forward, off. fast forward to ten years later, he does have prospects, but Anne has he's like the missed... most famous, like he's the most famous seaman in the world. He's a big seaman. He's one of the bigger seamen. Yeah, and she's like, well, what the fuck? Now I'm a spinster. Yeah, because she's been pining after him the whole time. Yeah, and then there's this whole tapestry of friends and cousins and stuff. Yeah. I sort of started to lose track of who was related to yeah. who. I think everyone is related to everyone in some kind of way. Yeah, more or less. It's mostly her family. And then they go to Bath, and like he shows up, and they like fucking smolder over each other. And you know, that's another thing they did a bad job of is it's really unclear throughout the entire book, right until the end. Whether Captain Wentworth has retained, has held a torch for Anne. Yes. So it's they, kind of a um, big reveal. But in this one, they're like, "Oh, he's smoldering for her," and they have a big like conversation about their feelings. And they like say like the director put a lot of like '90s slang, like not '90s, yeah, he says modern cool. slang into the film <laughs> where they're just like she's like into like hashtag wine or whatever, and like yeah, yeah, she's a wine mom. Now I'm single and thriving. I spend my time drinking fine wines, enjoying warm baths, and lying face down on my bed. Like I said, thriving. Yeah, I didn't totally get it. Yeah, it was so felt, cool. Yeah, it cool. felt very fresh. You know, yeah. to me, and I'm I'm speaking as a guy who's 38. Yeah, sort of a 38 year old suburban dad. Yeah, you're like, and Whoa. I thought. I thought the language in this film was pretty cool. <laughs> they're, they're in period costume, but they're saying like they're saying like amaze. She's balls. my ex, and amaze balls and shit. Yeah, it's it's not in any way completely jarring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like an episode of Friends. <laughs> and then she's fucking Deadpooling the camera. Yeah, she Deadpools so much. She never stops Deadpooling. So the they um you know there's a lot of bullshit and then there's more bullshit and then um great she... how about I take over okay yeah sorry <laughs> <laughs> she um and then she this the the rich cousin of hers uh, who is the titled next in line who's like fortune and land is guaranteed to him yeah has arrived in town to like collect on his fortunes because. Yeah. Anne's dad is going broke. And he's like cool. He's very cool, but he's a little like, he's like sharky. He's know? a Wickham. He's supposed to be a Wickham. Yeah. Um, and then he, um, what? He's supposed to be a Wickham. Not that the people who wrote and directed this movie would know what that is, but Wickham from Pride and Prejudice. He, um, Wickham, who Elizabeth Bennett thinks that she falls in love with because he's like kind of charming, but he ends up being a cad. Did we read Pride and Prejudice? No, but everyone has. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah. obviously not since high school. What do you want me to... <laughs> um, where was I? Oh, he's... So <laughs> they decide that they're, like, in love and they're they're going to get married. Kind of, yeah. Um, And at the She's same like time... She's, like, charmed by him. Yeah. At the same time, Captain Wentworth... Yeah. ...has become engaged to... One of her sisters-in-law or whatever. Like cousin or sister-in-law or yeah. something. I, I don't remember. But lo and behold, it's all a fucking sham, and that didn't happen. And the guy, the fucking handsome cad who is a Wickham, was just trying to get her father's fortune, and he w- wasn't really trying to marry her. And Well, and and the young woman, Louisa, fell and bonked her head. So what's-his-face, Captain Wentworth, had, had to marry her out of obligation. 
Okay, that was your warm-up. Once more. No, Louisa, that's enough. No more. I'm jumping, so either catch me or don't. Louisa! Louisa! No, don't move her. Louisa! Louisa? Can you hear me? Uh, we need a doctor. Oh, go. Uh, no, we need someone who knows the town. Bennett, get a doctor. Hurry! Louisa! And tell me what can I do. Just be patient. Yeah, in the novel, like, the point is that the sister-in-law is, like, really silly and, like, frivolous and, like, a not a serious person. And Wentworth is not interested in her, but she, like, tries to get him interested in her by, like, doing a big jump into his arms when he's not looking. And it, like, shows both of their characters. But in this, inexplicably, they were like, what if instead of her being silly, she's just, like, a nice, cool person? <laughs> And then, so it's like, why did she do that? <laughs> anyway, uh, please do watch it. it. Sounds like it's note for note. Then, if you haven't, it's note for note in terms of what everything happened. you just it, like you just, like you were like, oh yada yada. So like they got every like you just kind of skip by, you know? Because yeah. you're like, oh, obviously you've read Persuasion, you know what happens. <laughs> no, it's note for note. They did all the things in Persuasion, but they changed all the characters. It's like, what if instead of Anne's sister being a caricature of somebody who's incredibly vain what if it's like jar jar binks <laughs> yeah um <laughs> she really is hates a, her kids which is a, a shame because her kids are really yeah. like they seem really fun yeah she's fun. they're always playing with Anne. there is a good adaptation of persuasion i highly recommend everybody watch it um it can be found somewhere there's a good one Oh, perfect. Um, we, thanks for the recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Let's take a quick break and come back and and, uh, and be more gentle about this film. I feel like I have been yeah. pretty, uh, you know, not, not, pr- not celebratory, but like, <laughs> I'm here. I showed up. <laughs> yeah. You showed up and like, if you liked it, like, it's fine. Like, Jack didn't like it because he's a snob. Yeah. And no, I didn't I'm, like it because it was sort of um, a hard to watch movie. I'm a hardcore Jane head, and like I didn't think that Jane could be any more dead, but this movie made her even deader, <laughs> which is tough to deal with, you know. Yeah, now you know she's truly gone. <laughs> uh, let's take a quick break, and we'll talk a little bit more about this, uh, you know, and not. Does just, it remind you, know, you what I was thinking about during the movie? Um, yeah, and even I, I don't think I ever have read Persuasion, but even. Th- this yeah uh i was like this isn't this doesn't feel right yeah <laughs> <laughs> why does she keep deadpooling me <laughs> i bet that's not what jane austen did that's um, not what she did and it reminded me of like idiocracy you know where it's just Ooh. like this is where we're at now yeah like we're just gonna like put deadpool in we'll just put deadpool in persuasion and jane austen that's gonna yeah. be great it looks great all right let's go Tanner, we like to do a thing when we watch our films. Uh, we bring in Arbiter Tanner from, I don't know where he comes from. I think it's a, it sounds like it's a kind of a bad future. And maybe that is like we're burying the lead here. But he comes. Oh, yeah, in, I've never met him. Yeah. He's, every, uh, every now and then I'm just sitting here podcasting with you. And yeah. I'm like <laughs> enveloped in like a space bubble. Yeah. And when it unenvelops, I'm in like this nightmarish like... <laughs> miles high like <laughs> vertical city yeah in the middle of the desert okay yeah that he was talking about that and there's all these like judge dreads walking around like shooting everyone yeah and also i think there's like a there's like a, a priest who like is on some kind of like hover motorcycle mm. off in like the desert around the city yeah that's like from priest yeah <laughs> yeah one of the greatest movies and it's also tank girl so, like, people have got these little capsules and they suck the water out of people's body. That sucks. My understanding is that that's our future. And I should maybe ask Arbiter Tanner more about it, but I know that I don't have a lot of his time and I do want to talk to him about the movie. Yeah, he sounds like an interesting guy. I wish, <laughs> I wish there was some way for him to, like, st- stick around a little longer. But yeah. I will admit... yeah. Um, I've gotten some pretty bad scrapes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to call Arbiter Tanner in now, and I hope everything goes okay for you in Future City. Okay. Um, Arbiter Tanner, could you please come and join us to discuss this film? Okay, here he is. He's naked. <laughs> Give me your shorts. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
I'm going to give him my jorts. Yeah. And my sunglasses and my sawed-off... Sh- well, no, no guns, right? It doesn't let me bring anything back. Yeah, okay. So, Arbiter Tanner, thank you for coming here. We don't have time to talk about what our future is. Is there anything we could do to stop it? Um. Let's see. Yes. Well, we, no, think... we don't actually have time. Oh, oh okay. So, uh, the, the reason I wanted to bring you in is because we're talking about persuasion. The 2022 uh, film. Ah, uh, yes. Um, with some the say it's Fifty the, Shades uh, of Grey, isn't it? Some say that it's the it's the, the cause, sort of. Yeah, the the patient zero of everything <laughs> that that took down society and led yeah. to this combination of <laughs> Tank Girl, Judge Dredd, and Priest. Okay, yeah. Regular Tanner was saying that that that's we all kind of what it feels like <laughs> out there. They were um, just like people kind of gave up after this one. <laughs> Yeah, they were like, what's the point like, of it's living? It's not even an adaptation. I mean, it's like all it's the same be plot like points happen, <laughs> yeah. but the people are different. <laughs> so yeah. why did you do it? <laughs> and she's Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, and now she's Deadpool. <laughs> and she's John Krasinski. So yeah, and yeah. then and then yeah, we all like, I think didn't want to be alone. Yeah. So we started like, everyone sort of flocked to the cities and yeah. then the places that weren't cities became... Um, Desert. Kind of irradiated like, okay, yeah. desert wastelands full of like mutants. Okay. Or yeah. maybe vampires. I don't remember pretty well <laughs> enough. Yeah, it sounds like there's a little bit of Resident Evil happening in there too. Like yeah, late, a tiny bit like of that. Resident Evil three or four. Yeah. Uh well, the reason I've called you here today is that we uh, do a little segment. It's called On the One Hand where we um I present to you uh on the spectrum all the way from I hated it to I loved it reviews of the film as often happens when we're doing Jane Austen adaptations it happened most recently with Fire Island this one came out literally like a few Minutes weeks ago. ago and so Rotten Tomatoes has, does not yet allow Oh, uh, they don't want you to review bomb it so we're going to have to go to like we're going to have to go to like um what's it called parlor <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to go to Gab. <laughs> um, no, what I've done instead is the next best thing, because uh, uh, there are no Rotten Tomatoes user reviews of this film, and we're not interested in what the critics have to say. We're the critics. So why yeah, would we're we, the critics. Yeah, why would we talk about what, that would just Or we're comparing notes. Yeah, yeah no, like No, thank you. Not too busy for that. Yeah, maybe if you pay me my hourly rate for yeah, that. Exactly. So what I've done is I've gone to Amazon and I've pulled a few reviews of the classic novel Persuasion by Jane Austen. Oh, perfect. And so I'd like you to say who's the best who's and who you uh, kiss the most. Yeah. And by the way, yeah. I feel like that's my purpose here. Yeah, that's what you're here for. To create a, a sort of elite tier of society to carry us through. Exactly, yeah. Uh, those who have been blessed by my my kisses. Yeah, exactly. It's like what's that fucking um that sci-fi novel that's like the monk? Oh, um in the future. The Canticle. Leibowitz. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. 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 Very good. Okay. So here are some reviews of the Jane Austen's classic novel Persuasion. Okay. On the one hand, this is a five-star review from Camille. I think oh, Camille from Street it's a Fighter. Chamomile. Oh, yeah, you're right. From No, her name was Cammy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm glad you know it. It's like a later, it's a pretty late Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah. Wait, that's her, her name's Cammy, right? Yeah, Cammy. She's British. Yeah. I used to play with Cammy. I mean, this is like literally in like 1995. <laughs> yeah, she's she's got um she's got a, like a beret. A beret, right. Yeah. Yeah, and not like gigantic thighs. Yeah. So Cammy from Street Fighter gives this classic novel by Jane Austen five stars on August 26, 2001. Is there a world in which Cammy is related to Guile? And perhaps, right? Well, is he British? I don't know, but I looked up a picture of Cammy to make sure I knew who I was talking about and not because of her big thighs and saw that she's often pictured with Guile. Okay. And now I'm looking. Let's see. Um, I think you're going in the wrong direction from where I want you to go. <laughs> is that okay to say wait i just we sh- i think we owe it to our <laughs> listeners Do at we? this point is that what they were like we need to, to know say this? whether or not she is she's not she can't be she's british her thing is that she's british well what is guile he's an american he's like are a, you sure i think so yeah guy his name's guy oh yeah he is he's yeah. like definitely american 
Like he looks like an army guy. Yeah. Maybe they're in love. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe they're platonic, like, teammates, you know? Sure. Just don't want to, like, doesn't always have to be so heteronormative. And what if they went out to a drive-in movie with Del Sim? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> do you want to play like with th- you? Wait, do you I'll mean like a thruple? I didn't think that they were necessarily, it's not like sexual, but they're all like hanging out and they all like each other a lot. They like each other's vibes. I mean, um, drive-in movies, like pretty like, that's a pretty (laughs) horny place to bring someone, Dal Sim saw them at a bar and like really liked how their vibe and how they know a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like where this is headed. (laughs) Listen. Cammy and Guile are friends and often team up together with (laughs) Chun-Li for missions. Okay. Good. <laughs> Thank you. Cammy gave this five stars on August 26, 2001. Jesus Christ, Cammy. Do you know what's going to happen in like 15 days? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Warn somebody. Here's what she says of the book. The classic novel. A classic is her title. It got here fast and was in great condition. <laughs> she's not even interested in like the 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 story aspects of yeah, it. Yeah, she's like, looks great. She's like, look at this novel. Five stars. That's all I have in the five star category. Now that's a novel. <laughs> On the other hand, yeah, here are some folks who didn't like this. Ashley gave this one star on December twenty fifth, twenty fourteen. Ashley, who? Ashley Judd. <laughs> okay. <laughs> didn't like it as her title. Okay. I was disappointed in this book. I thought it would be so good because of how much I enjoyed Pride and Prejudice, also by Jane Austen, as if you didn't know. But it wasn't. To be extremely vague, this book was way too... Yes, it was. (laughs) It was by her. You just said it. (laughs) To be extremely vague, this book was way too wordy, and there were three characters named Charles. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know... That's that's fair. (laughs) Okay. Here's what Cindy says around the time of this. One star on July 1st, 2014. Her review is titled, One Star, and it's all caps. Okay. Spelled out or numeric? What do you mean by that? One. Oh, no. One star is not all caps. That's just title case. The, her review oh, okay. that's coming Sorry. up is all caps. Oh, and regardless of the case, is it spelled out or is it numeric? What do you mean by that? The word one. She doesn't say one. Oh, it's, oh, oh, I think you said the title was... The title is one with an O. Okay, thank you. O-N-E, yeah. And then in her view, in all caps, she says, Half of a magazine story! Uh, oh? It's half of a mag... Imagine if you got uh, your issue oh, okay, I'm reading Teen a magazine. Vogue, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you got a Wait, the feature. Put me there. Okay, so you've, you've gone to your favorite newsstand. You've had the best day. Your mom took you to the zoo. Oh, Wow. Yeah, you got a popsicle, and then she's like, hey, on our way home, you can stop at your favorite newsstand and pick out... Uh, I don't want to. You can pick I out... I just want to go home. Well, that's what we're doing. I'm pretty bummed about the zoo stuff. I have a oh, pretty, yeah. like... It's like animals and I have, like, a moral... I have, like, a moral... Yeah, zoos are pretty fucked. Hey, people, you didn't expect this So I'm to not be really in the mood. A very I just kind of want to... But zoos are fucked. Home. They're not as nice as you think. <laughs> okay, well... Okay, son, as a consolation prize, I'm sorry I took you to this, like, fucked up thing, but I did get you the latest Mad Magazine. I won't, I won't take anything from you. I got you the I... latest Penthouse. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it's got a feature column. Okay. And read it to me. Um, okay. It goes I'm, like this. I'm too young to read. It's Penthouse Forum. Hey, dear reader. Yeah. You wouldn't you, yes. wouldn't you wouldn't believe it, but this actually happened to me. Okay. I was how does it how does it go? I was uh trying to make love to a sex doll in the shower. Yes, I've <laughs> heard this one. <laughs> and I accidentally popped it. You like were you bit the like nipple off yeah, and, and it, it like popped. Like a cartoon. Yeah. And it flew out the window and Oh, but that's it. That's only half of it. Oh, no. the You missed the, the best page, part. The rest of the pages are ripped out. <laughs> Imagine well, I'm that. I'm satisfied. That's already that's, a pretty good story. 
That's what's happening with Cindy, and I guess we didn't say who she is. It's definitely either Lopper or Crawford. Oh, right, yeah. But she says this is half of a magazine story, and wouldn't you, dear reader, like to know what happened at the end of this half magazine story? But you won't, because that's what Cindy's experience was with this novel. Yeah. Not even here's a what happened, full... Cindy, here's <laughs> what happened at the end of the novel. <laughs> Anne Elliot and Captain Wentworth do a huge pack and fall smack back in love, and they do a huge kiss, and they get married. And while they're walking down the aisle <laughs> getting married, yeah, <laughs> a like, soapy, wet blow-up doll <laughs> like comes flying out of a window somewhere and lands right in the yeah. middle of their like wedding. Yeah. And you wouldn't believe it, but it did happen to me. Yeah. Okay, that's what happened to Cindy. She thinks that it's half this this book by Jane Austen. I think it's a classic. She thinks it's half of a magazine story. Yeah, JoJo. It can be both. I've read some pretty good magazine stories yeah. and like felt pretty full after like the first half. Yeah, but you wouldn't. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. JoJo, a rabbit. Okay, which I think is Hitler. Oh, is it? So we should do someone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, JoJo, the famous. Um, like teen pop star from the early 2000s. Sure. JoJo is also the character. Leave, get of... out right now. Okay, Enough fine. of you Perfect. and me. Okay, you remember that one? singing. Yeah. Um, JoJo gives this one star on September 6, 2014. Getting a little close to that special date. <laughs> Everyone just like gets just... in the mood. <laughs> Around this time of year, everyone's like pissed. They just like need an outlet, so they just go to like rev- like leave terrible reviews on things. Yeah, JoJo gives us one star on September sixth. His title for it is boring. Okay, his review is as follows: As an Austin fan, well, I was disappointed. So this is a Jane head. Okay, this is a fellow Jane head. So th- you two one are sort star. of like yeah. intellectual equals here. Yeah, definitely. And let's watch this battle of titans. <laughs> Here's what JoJo said. As an Austin fan, I was disappointed. To a non-Austin fan, this book is akin to watching paint dry while listening to a four-hour lecture on the intricacies of interpretive dance, followed by a cyborg reading the phone book. Whoa. What? <laughs> Imagine how caught boring. caught me right at the end there. <laughs> Imagine how boring that would be. <laughs> It all sounded pretty boring until you said cyborg. <laughs> and it's also like, dog, you're not an Austin fan. Okay, so we're, so you, and so that, now we know, what's his name? JoJo. It's JoJo. Now we know JoJo's, so that's his point. What's your counterpoint? You're not an Austin fan. Okay, well, unfortunately, he can't offer a rebuttal because he's not here. It's like, as a George Lucas fan, Empire Strikes Back is a piece of shit. <laughs> it's it's in oh, I think in my opinion it is the weakest <laughs> fuck you film narratively. Go go Obviously die. it goes nonsense. Um <laughs> nonsense. Well, it goes it goes canonical order. Okay, yeah. 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9. Yeah. And that's my so preference. You, that's like number one movie to number ninth movie. Okay, so you just your rating is Phantom Menace is the best movie. Attack of the Clones is the second best movie. Renja yep. says uh, the ser- so like George and George is maybe even planning it. And so by the time we get to Empire, it's the fifth best movie. Yeah, it's like okay. it's like the fifth Robert Jordan yeah. book. You I know, think you like and JoJo would get gets along. a little draggy. Yeah, you would be you and JoJo would be close. Yeah. Okay, I've got two more reviews. Mm-hmm. K Bowman. Um, Bowman. A knight. A knight Bowman. I think it's like a. Like a royal knight who's like a longbowman. Okay, yeah. It's like a Hawkeye from the past. Yes. He gives this film one star on March 4th, 2013. His review... His... His. Jesus. Decay. His or her review is entitled, in all caps, OMG... I don't think they let women be like royal knights. <laughs> and I'm not saying it's good. Yeah. Okay. Just well, saying, I think that's the case. This person's review, in all caps, is uh, the title is OMG hyphen boring, three exclamation points. Wow, a lot of people really think the book's boring, huh? Here's what they say about this. The language is so old world. Oh, wow, really? I found it difficult to understand, and the two is a two. Like I read Byzantine? about... I read about 35 pages and decided why waste time, and the why is a why. Why okay. waste my time? That's new world, Jack. Yeah. Why waste my time on something so droll? <laughs> What's it, the emphasis? 
it's in exclamation How is that points expressed? and it's it's in exclamation points and it's with a capital D and it's spelled D R A W L. It was written in the early 1800s, and I just, and the and is an ampersand, and I just have a really hard time slash the social ladder instilled during that era. I don't know what that means. I don't understand why, and that's a why, it's yeah. getting such high ratings. And how's, how is that emphasized on the page? In the it's text? the word high, and then there's a as, an asterisk. <laughs> Where? Around high. <laughs> okay. I think, yeah, maybe I'm with her. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm with her. <laughs> um, okay, I understand her position. Okay, I've got one final review for your Aubrey de Tanner, and I think this is going to make your rating easier. Okay, this review is from Kedge two seven seven two. Who do you think okay. that is? He's my friend. Okay, that's an actual that's my friend, friend Kedge. <laughs> yeah, she gives yeah. it one. She's star. also a doctor. Yeah, she's a doctor. <laughs> yeah, you didn't expect. And don't that. you look embarrassed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She gives it one star in 2014. Uh, 2014. I didn't capture the month for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably September 11th and I couldn't Shame. handle it. <laughs> the title of the review is not very persuasive, which I like. Good. Now now you're getting clever. Yeah. <laughs> Who was it? Catch My friend, two, Catch. Catch 2772. Here's what yeah. she says. Stick to Pride and Prejudice. Never really gets going. Too many characters, lots of which seem to be called Charles, <laughs> did not enjoy. <laughs> Second damning indictment <laughs> of all the Charleses in the character. I will say this. Even yeah. in the film, there are a lot of characters. There's a lot of characters, yeah. You start to lose track of whom's who because everyone's also related. This is what I was already saying. Yeah, you've said that. They're all cousins. So I'm I'm with... Um, Kedge. <sighs> Kedge. Uh, no, I'm going to... I'm going to... And I hate... I don't want this... God, how do I say this in a way that makes it very clear? Yeah. Because I don't want either of them to feel slighted. Who was before Kedge? The one before Kedge was Kay Bowman, who said, OMG, boring. The Night Bowman. They didn't yeah. want to waste time on something so droll. Yeah. I'm going to split my kisses between the two of them. Okay. <laughs> um, but I, I want to make it clear that neither of them is getting like half a load of kisses. Okay, you're doing, you're doing extra just kisses do, this week. Yeah, do yeah. double work. Okay, that's good. That's perfect. Uh, thank okay. you, Robert or Tanner. Please go back to your You're welcome. Uh, hellscape in the desert. Yeah. Regular Hello. Tanner. I hope everything's yeah. going okay. I hope you had a nice time. It's going good. Yeah, yeah. they have this um, pretty gnarly, like, cyber drug in the future. Okay. That's like yeah. strange days. It's like uploading a virus to your brain. Okay, cool. And it turns your skin into, um, like, metal. But okay. I've managed to stop it on me. Yeah. And it's giving me special powers. And also, I'm Scott Summers' son, Cyclops. Okay. And so you're... It's the techno... Your eyes techno shoot laser beams virus. if you don't wear cool glasses. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm like his son from the future. Okay, perfect. And I have a metal arm, and my name is Cable. And I have white, white hair. Yeah. And Cable's friends with a guy, right? Um, with Anne Elliot from this movie. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Famously had a pretty like long run <laughs> in like the early 2000s. Beloved. Is he in this? Cable had a comic run with Deadpool. Oh, with Deadpool. Okay, yeah. yes, okay, Deadpool. Yeah, so yeah, perfect, yeah. And they're friends, and they get along well, and they did it. And then what if, you know what? It's a question everyone's been asking, and they finally answered it, and the question is, what if Jane Austen's persuasion, but instead of Anne, it's Deadpool? And wouldn't Deadpool. that be fucking great? And Kids love that fucking Deadpool. They made two of them. They were yeah. smash hits. It turns out the answer to the question is no. But how could we have known it unless we did it and tried it? <laughs> yeah. You, you know, know, you never fail. You just you just learn. <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll all take this as a learning experience tonight, yeah. shall we? Yeah, I think we'll take it as a learning experience. And and as such, Jack, yeah. I want to not suggest a film for next week. Yeah. But impose a film for next week. Okay, perfect. All right. You're in charge. A film that you and I have been discussing for a long time, but have okay. never like found our way to somehow. Okay. I'm afraid of it, but yes. You're afraid of what the suggestion's going yeah. to be, or you've already... You've I'm already... afraid of what the suggestion is going to be. I mean, I think I know what it might be, and I'm afraid of that. Yeah, it's 1991's My Girl. Fuck you. That's not a romance. That's a B-death movie. Um, can you act... Will you activate screen sharing? Uh, fuck you, man. Are you serious? What what happens if we watch it and it's sad? Oh, it's for sure going to be sad. Are you kidding me? 
You see my screen? Yeah, he's sharing a screen. It's got a bunch of photos of my girl. They look happy in the trailer. It's a romance slash comedy. Fuck you. <laughs> it's a one hour and 42 minute long romance slash comedy. Are you fucking kidding me? I don't think that's what it is. You're going to argue with Google? <laughs> okay, fine. Next week we're watching My Girl, you son of a bitch. 1991's My Girl. <laughs> That'll be fun. That's perfect. Everybody's going to have a nice time with that. And you know what? This is what we get. This is what... This is once you unleash something like persuasion into the world, then yeah. And like, once you make us, and once are, one of you decides effect. that your precious little vacation can't be ruined, <laughs> so you make Tanner stay up until midnight <laughs> recording a podcast. Yeah, I'm gonna drop a my girl bomb on you. We're gonna see once and for all which one of these <laughs> children dies, Jack. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, everybody, look forward to that next week. We're watching My Girl. Uh, thank you so much, Tanner, for bearing with me. I would like to thank the Baby Nation and the Bed Pots and the Sex Bugs so much for bearing with us. We love and kiss you. And I, you know what? If you like this movie, I'm glad for you. I, yeah. You, you Fucking great. If there's some fun things about it. I think that Mary is really well played. And I think that Dakota Fanning, and I know that's not her actual name, but Sarah said it when by accident, and I can't get the real name into my head. I <laughs> think that Johnson. She, she is good. She, it, I think the director. Oh, I think she's, absolutely. I think the director did and a I bad think if job. You enjoyed her performance. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. And I'm happy for you. There are some things to like about this film. It's hard to find them, but I think you you might be able to. If you did it, then good for you is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, you should, I'm happy. <laughs> You find joy in the little things Look, in life. You know what? This is sort of, I, I hate to, I almost hate to say it because it's sort of damning by association, but yeah. I have a lot of genuine love for a film called Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Yeah, Man. and that's real. Yeah, that's a good point. And we make fun, we make fun of you by which I mean I make fun of you for that, but like, it's real. Your love is real. Yeah. And if you love this movie, like I love, yeah. uh, the Phantom Menace, then I hope you can at least find the joy in yeah. Jack. Yeah, and much like Tanner has I'm like sorry, he hates it so three much. fucking posters of Jar Jar Binks behind him right now as we speak. If you have yeah. three posters of the girl from Fifty Shades of Grey winking at the fucking camera, but yeah. also at the Doing same time Deadpool. somehow trying to be Anne Elliot from Jane Austen's classic novel Persuasion behind you in your room, then, you know, go with God. Yeah, what what fun. Yeah. What joy you found. Yeah, and that's great. All that remains is for me to say uh, that uh, we did watch a film this week, and in return, you must subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> yeah, you have to. You um, have we to. We do the now um, mandatory. 1993's must-see TV Yeah, uh, and that's past now. We're back in But a, now we're done with that. We're back. TGIF. We're back into Friday nights. We're watching all sorts of fun sitcoms from the 90s, and my goodness, wouldn't you want to hear us talk about it? Because we do such a good job, and it's fun, and it's a fun theme song, and everyone's having a nice time listening to it. You can find that at patreon.com slash podcast. You can join our Facebook group, Baby Nation on Facebook. Please come. I, I'm always delighted and excited when there's a little notification that's like, a new member has answered your fairly easy questions has. to ask. Has been called back to the flock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so please be that member. I check it and I accept you <laughs> into our, yeah. into our I group. I see you. <laughs> I see you and I acknowledge you. So please come and join our group. And, and it always gives me a little age. alert that says, Jack, let this person in. Yeah. <laughs> and Tanner's always like, thank you. I see you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's nice. And everyone's having a nice time and everyone's nice in there. And we talk about all sorts of stuff. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about anything. Yeah. Rate and review our show on iTunes, and if you'd like to support us by throwing a few dollars our way, you can go to bit.ly slash rattlesnakejake. Thank you so much to everybody who has done that. By the way, I see I don't see a dime of that. Yeah. If any of you has ever donated to that page or given money to that page, <laughs> that goes right into Jack's pocket. Yeah. So hopefully that's further incentive. <laughs> <laughs> All that remains is for me to say that this week we watched a movie. That movie was called Persuasion, even though it wasn't actually Persuasion. It just took a title that's in the public realm of a Jane Austen novel and put it on a thing that is not in any way Persuasion, except that the plot is the same. <laughs>
<laughs> I felt pretty persuaded. Yeah. To turn the movie off. <laughs> next week, <laughs> next week, we're going to be watching a film apparently called My Girl. It's a romance comedy starring Macaulay It's a romance Culkin. comedy according to I wonder to what Google. happens. I hope it's funny. <laughs> 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 it's going to be a very special episode, I think. All that remains is for me to say this week, I have been Jack Alexander Shepard. I wonder if it's going to hit harder now that we're dads. <laughs> Fuck you, it is! Obviously! My name is Tanner Greenring. And I hope that you find your crappily realized Jane Austen adaptation ever after. <laughs> we might be I literally didn't even bother to go look up my notes. Like, I had burns and like a name generator, and it was like, I don't want to go find the quotes. Be very. <laughs>